0: Welcome to Thoughts Off The Stem. <laughs> <coughs> I'm Justin baroni and today, we're smoking a couple things again. Let's see here. <coughs> Excuse me. So, in the joint, we have... No, sorry. In the bong, we have a little bit of seven. Um, Island Cherry at a whopping 25.5%. It's a hybrid. It is... Good. <laughs> it's yummy. It's pretty tasty, actually. I coughed because I already took the bong hit and then wanted, needed to check to see if I had enough memory on the thing, so I had to start again. So, pardon my cough. <laughs> um, in the joint today, we're going to smoke a little sativa since I've been hitting up the uh, indica pretty good. So, what did I get? I got Platinum Cookies by Palmetto, and that is at 23.8%. And we're going to see how those ones compare to the spinach wedding cake from last week, which was a 31%. that one was an indica-leaning hybrid, I believe. Yeah, indica-leaning hybrid for the uh, spinach wedding cake, 31%. So, yeah, so we're going to see how that goes. Um, (laughs) Okay, I got to get right into it. Well, first, let me say this. Thank you for joining me, Justin Baroni, on Thoughts Off The Stem, (laughs) on Friday at 4.20 to start off your weekend. Cheers! I'm cheersing a coffee, that's right. I hope you had a good week. Uh, I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you enjoy life in general, as per the usual. So let's get right into this. So I figured, since I've been talking uh, a couple times about my son playing basketball, Yeah! He's really got into it and uh, I'm slightly proud because that was my sport growing up and I am I really like the fact that he's into it because I could teach him a lot of stuff and obviously we could share that in common and um, he's picking it up pretty quick. He's 10 years old um, and I'm going to get heat if anybody from earlier today on Twitter is watching this <laughs> because I've been watching a lot more basketball and I put out a tweet. This is what we're going to talk about today. So I put out a tweet. Because LeBron James, I guess, on Wednesday night (laughs) kicked out some fans. They were heckling him. He didn't like it. He got mad, stopped the game, and sent them out on their way. Okay. Apparently, the fans had said that, you know, uh, they were talking about his kid, saying, I hope he dies in a car wreck, and blah, 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 whatever they were saying. All I said, (laughs) okay, was, I thought LeBron is supposed to be the best. I thought that if you were, if you are the best, how do words get to you? I didn't put it exactly that way, but I know that first line was right. Is if LeBron is supposed to be the best, then how can he let words affect him? Right? And did I get some fucking hate? Holy shit! I'm just saying. That it's just words, okay? Everybody took this stance that, yeah, he was talking about, the people were talking about the kids. I never said that I agreed with what these people were saying. All I said, and it's sort of in relation to like a couple episodes ago where I was talking about, you know, speech is something that we all are getting a little bit too, you know, pissy about, I guess, in my opinion. I also believe that You know, everybody can be heard without things going really shitty. And obviously you should keep racial or, you know, extremely um, offensive things out of that, okay? But, like, I played basketball. I played basketball all the way up until university and then I didn't play in university. But trash talk is trash talk. Like, the whole atmosphere of a basketball game is Is also entertainment. Like that's a big part of it. You know, you got some big plays, big dunks, guys jamming over everybody. All right. But then, if a fan says something, that's not cool. And I don't understand that because it's the reverse in like stand-up comedy. (laughs) If if the comedian says something, that's not cool, and the fan gets mad. But now, if the fan says something, the athlete gets mad. I'm just, it's very confusing to me. I don't understand it. Because when I played, I was the only white guy on my team. No, I was one of two white guys on my team. Okay? I was fat. I was slower than everybody else. But I had enough skills to make the team. And I was six man, essentially. Alright? So I, I played like shooting guard, small forward sort of thing. Because of my thickness, I could play in the post. And because of my other abilities, I could play farther away from the post and take some shots and shit. Okay? I got called every name in the fucking book. I had people tell me that, you know, they fucked my mom last night. <laughs> tell me that they'll fuck my sister if they see her. Like shit like that. Okay. I never got mad. I never got like, oh fuck you. I just trash talk back. If somebody said something to me while I was playing like that, I would respond in kind. Now, I guess, obviously, on, like, an NBA platform, you can't really talk shit because, like, you have to uphold an image and stuff. But here's the downside to this whole situation that apparently LeBron fans just totally gloss over. (laughs) Sunday, I was watching the game. Sunday, LeBron gets kicked out for fighting the dude on Detroit. Okay? Now, after the game, he says, I tried to reach out to him and, you know, talk to him and apologize for the inadvertent hit. If you watch that fucking replay, that dude, LeBron, looked at... That guy on Detroit, as if to say, I'm going to fucking hit you. Right before he hit him. <laughs> okay? And that's like, oh no, that's fine though. It's okay. It's okay. And then everybody goes on this rampage about like, well, that's players and players talking to players. Fans shouldn't be allowed to. Do you remember the 90s? Do you remember when Spike Lee was on on the side of the court talking shit to everybody in New York? Like, do we forget about this? Do we glaze over this whole situation? And besides that, it's just fucking words. The whole point of trash talking, okay, is to sit down and try and fucking distract your opponent as much as possible. Now, LeBron James has some of the best fucking skills in the game, okay? He's a big dude. He uses his physicality to win games. That's what he does, alright? So how do you fight or how do you, how do you get to a guy like that? His fucking head, baby. That's how you get to him. You say some outlandish shit. To try and throw him off his game. Were the comments that these people said in bad taste? Yeah, for sure. But it's just words. Nobody's going out and doing it. Nobody's going to go, you know, fuck shit up. Okay? They were just trying to throw him off his game because it was overtime and they wanted their team to win. I don't see the fucking problem with that. Everybody says, well, keep your family out of it. Man... If you're, trying to, if you're trying to play, like, okay, you ever watch Dennis Rodman play? You think he didn't say some fucked up shit to people? Like, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, you're there to, to watch them. Sure, like, don't abuse the guy. But if you say, like, one or two things, ain't coming from a guy that punched another dude two days ago. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Do we not see what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird double standard, I think. I'm going to take heat for this too, I'm sure. And like, I don't know. People that know me, I'm not. I don't like when people get offended. I don't like when people are put on the spot and things like that. But like, you're at a sporting event. Your fucking job is a game. Like, yeah, fans are dumb sometimes. But like, you, they're fans. They can't do what you do. So they don't understand what it takes. So to take a little bit of heckling, man, fuck, relax. Like my son, okay, when he's playing ball, he's he's 10 and he's playing with like a lot of guys that are bigger than him, that have played for a lot longer, have better skills, stuff like that. He started to learn what his skill set is, right? And we've got to the point where I've started to sort of teach him that you got to play a bit of a mental game as well. And I'm sorry to inform you of this, but the mental game is also whatever it takes to throw that other guy off his game. So if that's how you view it and you don't really understand the dynamic, you're going to say some dumb shit as a fan. But as a professional athlete who's fucking paid to play a game for a living, you shouldn't take that shit that seriously. There's no... Like, if there was a physical... Immediate physical threat, I understand. I 100% understand. But talking some stupid shit, it's trash talk. Trash is in the fucking word. <laughs> it's in the phrase, man. You're supposed to say some garbage shit to throw your opponent off the game. That's what I'm saying. I had to do that. I was a smaller guy. I used to try and say it. I would say whatever I fucking could to get, to, to get in a guy's head. Because I knew that they either had a height advantage on me. Maybe they had a skill advantage. Maybe I noticed that if they got pissed off. And uh, the angrier they got. You know. That threw them a little bit off their game. That's what I would do. It's just fucking words. (laughs) It's it's all I'm saying. It's like you could say words hurt. Okay. But like why do the words hurt? Do the words hurt because you're too attached to whatever the words are pointing to? Or do you. Are you just. Are you just at the point where you're like. Fuck it, I just have different rules, because I think after watching the thing on Sunday, if they suspended the dude that got hit in the face, because I'd be pretty, I'd be I'd be probably as mad if I got elbowed in the face to the point where all of a sudden I just started like leaking blood. I'd probably go after him too, maybe for not as not for as long, (laughs) okay. But you know, I would definitely try to get at him. It's sports, man. It's it's. It's aggressive, it's um, physical, it's all over the map. Like, you ride through a lot of different emotions, and and you're basically doing battle. So, for a word to get in your head, for a phrase or something said to get in your head, it's a little bit silly as a professional that you could let it affect you to the point where they need to be kicked out. I can understand if they were screaming some, some racial stuff, things like that. Sure, kick them out. But like... They're just saying shit. It's stupid people saying some shit. And, and I think LeBron probably should have got fucking suspended for two games for punching that guy. I know he said it was inadvertent. But if you watch that replay and you watch that video, he looked at that guy. He was clearly mad in the face for a second. And then right after that mad face, he hit the guy. Like, it's slow motion. You see it. There's an, like, I, I don't buy that it was inadvertent. Anyway, that's just my take on it. And shit like that, you shouldn't let words bother you that much. Words should not fucking take you, words shouldn't get to you like that. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That's that's what I think. Well, I ranted that one now. Holy shit. But yeah, I I totally, I totally started a Twitter storm. It's been going on for, I don't know, forever. I just had to let it go. (laughs) I can only explain my point so much. It's not the fact that, um, you know, Michael Jordan or LeBron or, Who's better? That was not my point. My point was, there's an irony in a situation where a phys- an athlete who plays as physically as LeBron James does, and, and, you know, complains about people, complains about somebody saying something that really can't hurt you. It can't hurt you. You know, like, if it were a legitimate threat, there's protocols in place for those people to be talked to, and it's figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I don't know. I just think that it's... It's kind of hypocritical to punch a guy in the face on one day. And I'm not even, like, a Detroit fan. I'm just a basketball fan. And watching that, I think he punched or hit him or elbowed him or whatever he did. I think he did it in a second of, like, I'm pissed off. And you've seen him, like, around the league, like, kind of take his size and play it, like, push it on dude. sometimes. So he wants to play physical. He wants to play his game. But then he doesn't want anybody else to play sort of their game, you know? It's, I don't know, it's kind of surprising to me, but it also sort of shows the fucking state of where we're at. We even have, you know, we have all these places, and like, don't get me wrong, I've seen, I've seen games where Michael Jordan has totally, you know, started acting like that. And like, I've never seen him kick anybody out of a game for talking shit to him, but I've seen him like, you know, complaining and whining about fouls and like, things like that. And like, and, and maybe, maybe he did. I don't know. I never saw it. And if I saw it, I'd probably say the same thing. Like you can't let fucking words hurt you, especially to a guy like Michael Jordan. If words are going to hurt you, dude, your whole, your whole premise is mental fortitude and uh, mental toughness. Like if you have, if that's the, that's the biggest part of mental toughness and like is the ability to, I don't know why I keep moving my hand like that, but the ability to actually rise above shit that's said to you. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It seems kind of hypocritical to me. There's a little bit of irony to the whole situation. And uh, it kind of made me laugh. And now everybody hates me. <laughs> oh, well. That's what I get for having an opinion, I guess. But to be honest, like people came at me too. Saying, like, well, what if somebody said that about your kids? I would know that playing a sport, because I've been, maybe not on the NBA level, but I've been in a situation similar to that where fans have said shit that I don't agree with. But I know they're trying to get in my head, man. I know that they're—that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get in and fuck with your confidence and fuck with your focus. So, you know, I don't have a lot of like—I don't have a lot of empathy for either sides, really. Like, you got kicked out because you said some dumb shit, for sure. You <laughs> shouldn't. Have, you probably shouldn't have said that. But it I, ultimately, it's just trash talk. So. You know, both sides are being a little bit stupid. I think, but you know, everybody's got their opinion. You're entitled to it. I listened to it. I did. I listened to it all fucking day the other day. <laughs> you know, and I just stayed at my side. I didn't call anybody names. I didn't, you know, try to say anybody was dumb or any of that shit. I just I listened to what they had. They what they had to say. And if you weren't, you know. If you were coming back with an incorrect version of what my actual point was, I would just correct that side of things. I would correct my point. You know, you're allowed to believe what you want. That that's like, that's what it is. (laughs) I'm also allowed to believe what I want, and I'll stick to my point unless you can convince me otherwise. And nobody really convinced me otherwise because all they started to do was fucking talk about if I was in that situation. Like there was no, there was no like, oh well, this is what happened. A couple guys actually did catch me with, like, okay, well, you know, that doesn't mean this and that Like, I agreed with them. I don't remember what their points were, but I remember agreeing with them. And, like, nobody said shit about that. (laughs) I liked the discussion. I wasn't trying to troll anybody. I just wanted to – I just thought that it was fucking funny that this dude that's supposed to be the greatest let a few words get to him in an overtime game. Yes, he won. I'm not debating his greatness. I'm not debating his ability to close out a game. I'm just saying it's funny to me that, you know – you go from punching somebody on Sunday <clears throat> to kicking people over talking on a Wednesday. That's all. <laughs> that's, that's all I gotta say about that. So I you know, I'll teach my son to play basketball and I'll teach him to play like physical. I'll also teach him how to play the mental game. Obviously if you're playing with your buddies, there's certain things that you know you could do that you can't do or you wouldn't do if you were playing in an NBA level game, but whatever. I love basketball. I love the debate and everything. I love everybody's passion towards like who their who their guy is. Because there's an argument for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not everybody. <laughs> but there's an argument to be had for like the greatest of all time for all different purposes. Cuz the games were different in every dif- in every era. So, you know, I guess that whole Situation with LeBron is a reflection of our era and the times that we live in. (laughs) Dude, that was so corny. But guess what? It's time for some weed facts, baby. And since we're talking about basketball and I'm venting about, you know, a sport that I don't play at the highest level, but apparently have very strong opinions on, (laughs) I figured I would look up a few things about working out and the use of weed. So... I found this article on uh, nature.com there's not really three facts in this article this is basically an article about a couple different studies that were done to um, observe the effect of marijuana on people that work out so in this first study That uh, they sort of describe and you can check out this uh, you can check out the article on uh, tots420.com slash dude for real no damn it (laughs) fucked it up (laughs) you can check it out on tots420.com on uh, the weed facts link on the main menu there and check out the whole article because these are just a couple points from it to sort of give you an idea of what they were looking into so um, there was a team that surveyed more than 600 cannabis users living in the U.S. states where the drug is legal about their exercise habits, among other health factors. Four out of five respondents said that they use marijuana right before or after exercising, and those users spent more minutes per week exercising than uni- than, u- than, uners? than users who didn't mix the two. They were shocked, said the leader of the study. They thought that it would be the opposite where, um, if you smoked weed, you were less likely to work out. So they're finding actually, or they found, and again, read the article cause it's really good, but, uh, they found that if you smoked weed and worked out, you were more likely to work out more frequently on a regular basis and have it like become a regular routine as to somebody who just tried to work out. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. There's a lot of different reasons for it. Again, it's all in this article, but basically what they say is that the endorphins that are released when you're working out and the interaction it has with the cannabinoid system and the delivery of you know these good feelings, good vibes, and stuff is what sort of helps you relate it, relate working out to fun as opposed to not having it in your system, and the next thing you know you hate working out because it's painful and all this stuff. The other thing that they found was that it can, in some cases, you can overdo it and you can underdo it, but you have to figure it out by taking small doses at a time and keep going, but it can have a uh, helpful effect on recovery in terms of inflammation and things like that. So, yeah, so that was what they sort of found out in that first survey. Um, there was another survey done. Again, check it all out in here. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't put the whole obviously article in, but I put these two main facts in because I thought they were pretty cool. So the, sur- this there was another survey done, of 126 people. It uncovered cannabis, u- uh, it covered cannabis use before all sorts of physical activities, 55 activities in total, ranging from archery to water skiing. And aside from the sheer enjoyment, people in the Humboldt survey, which is this one, I <laughs> guess I cut that off, <laughs> reported numerous other benefits of combining cannabis with exercise. They thought that cannabis increased their focus, concentration, and gave them a better uh, mind-body connection or, or awareness. Um, that's something that obviously like elite athlete athletes, they find that zone. You know, They're in the zone. They find that nice smooth spot. But they also found in a couple of these things, and in a couple of these other uh, studies, that there are downsides, obviously. You can get dehydrated um, if you're not paying attention to what you're doing. You can overwork yourself, and weed also raises your heart rate. So, excuse me, <laughs> if you're working out, there's a possibility that you could um, trigger tachycardia, which is what I had and it wasn't because i was working out i'll tell you that it was because i was fat lazy and there was too much. i was not taking care of myself at all so that can happen and put you in the hospital especially for people with underlying heart dis- heart conditions which is what i have so yeah i say check this article out it's actually uh, from uh, nature.com and it's all about weed and working out and uh, different facts about it and what they know and what they don't yeah I find quite honestly that weed does help me recover a bit. But if you you have to do it in like the right, you have to sort of do it in the, uh, in the right amounts. Like you can't, I don't find that I can smoke like a big joint, like I'm smoking now all to myself, then go work out. I'm too fucking high. (laughs) That's the other downside of that study as well, is that (laughs) you could just end up getting too high to finish your workout. So that happens as well, I guess. Um, but I find that it does help me sometimes more get motivated to work out. And if I am a little bit high when I'm working out, I find that I enjoy it a little bit more. I get in that pocket where I'm competing against myself, moving ahead, uh, trying to move ahead and progress. So I say weed does help. I've been using CBD to recover. And I've noticed that the aches and pains I've been having it every day for two weeks in my coffee. Um, and I've noticed that the aches and pains have sort of like been completely minimized. So for like, Maybe the first couple days that I started working out again, I was really stiff and sore. Couldn't stand up straight. It really sucked. And now I find that it's not a problem. It's not a problem at all. (laughs) I can get up the next day with no back pain or any of that shit. That's probably also from the working out. But I do find that, yeah, CBD really does help the inflammation part of things. That's what I think. Well, I hope that, uh, you know, you were uh, looking for some kind of, (laughs) sports related <laughs> rant <laughs> I guess oh shit I didn't expect that to happen Oh <laughs> uh, Apparently I have like real strong feelings about this whole LeBron situation <sighs> Really doesn't bother me that much. I just think that it's like I said before. I just think it's funny that we're taking all this language so seriously when you know there's much bigger problems in the world, and people saying some dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Did you know <laughs> that the way you sleep actually tells uh, psychologists, I think it is, or just people in general, <laughs> a lot about your personality? dude for real (laughs) yeah so apparently uh where is it here oh I didn't put it in here but yeah apparently the way you sleep was on one of the other things so this this is the do for real facts and this one you can find on tots420.com in the menu under dude for real (laughs) man I'm so dumb But yeah, so apparently the way you sleep determine, tells you a lot about your personality. So if you sleep in the fetal position, you're super sensitive. I'm a fetal baby. <laughs> I'm apparently super sensitive. Yep. Yeah. Overcompensating. That whole deal. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. Did you also know that some jellyfish are... Supposedly, apparently, immortal. These do for real facts are from Yahoo.com. Uh, lifestyle: 50 Weird Facts of Everything. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, some jellyfish. Some jellyfish are uh, are immortal, apparently. So they're fascinating creatures. They come in a range of shapes, sizes, and colors, and are able to deliver a powerful sting. But perhaps the most Amazing aspect of these animals is surely the fact that one type, the Turritopsis, tur- oh God, <laughs> the Turritopsis turitop, responds to—it's a type of jellyfish—responds respo- to potentially dangerous conditions by reverting back to an earlier form of itself and starting its growth process all over again, which in a way makes them immortal. Can they do that forever? I don't know. It didn't say. But that'd be pretty cool to just like, you know, like how things are going. So just like freak yourself out enough that you, <laughs> that you can revert back to baby and try again. <coughs> oh, don't try to talk, laugh, and exhale at the same time, dude. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Anytime shit, anytime shit gets hard, you just go right back down, start all over. <laughs> Do you like cookies? I like cookies. You know what else is kind of cool? Cookie Monster. Did you know Cookie Monster is actually Cookie Monster's nickname? (laughs) Why I look these things up, I don't fucking know. Probably because my daughter was making fucking chocolate chip cookies the other day. But now you know these things, aren't you glad? (laughs) Oh my god. Cookie Monster's real name is Sid. That's all. (laughs) That's all I wanted to tell you. And then, okay, there's one thing. And this one, I think, I don't know how many Star Trek fans know this. But, know this. The sound of the doors opening and closing on Star Trek is a flushing toilet. (laughs) That's right. Remember, this is, again, from yahoo.com, lifestyle, slash lifestyle, slash 50 weird facts about everything. I added the about. It just says slash everything. <laughs> but yeah, so the sound of the doors on uh, Star Trek opening and closing is a toilet flushing. And Michael Coleman of SoundWorks Collection Videos filled uh, filled wire in on some of the techniques techniques used to capture noises for the series by sound designers, including the flushing toilet recording used for the doors. <laughs> and this is what he had to say. You don't just go to a library and pull up an Enterprise door sound, Coleman noted. Someone has to create it. Creating an environment for these kinds of questions is really what this series is about. So that to me was like a little bit of deflection. Like they didn't want people to really find out that they used a toilet (laughs) for the door sound. I know, it's a stupid fact, but now you know it. And you can check that out on uh, toss 420com and go to the menu and hit Do For Real Facts and you can check those out. There's a lot more on there too. I'll put them up. Um, Yeah, those are my thoughts for this week. Those are my thoughts off the stem for this week. I hope you enjoyed the sesh. I hope you don't hate me after I told you my views on the LeBron situation. I'm an open-minded person. I'm just saying. (laughs) Sort of my takeaway. Um, Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the sesh. I hope you have a good week. I hope you enjoy the weekend. I hope you come back next week with me, Justin Baroni, on Thoughts Off The Stem at 4.20 p.m. On Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, Good Pods. Wherever you get a podcast, it's out there. And don't forget to check out Tots420.com. Check out the menu for all kinds of wicked stuff. Like our affiliates from Glass that sell glass accessories for the connoisseur. You can check out tots420.com. Get your t-shirts, get your hats. There's some new designs on there that I haven't got yet, but they're coming. They're out on the site, though. Um, Yeah. Check out everything we got going on there. And I hope to see you next week. Until next time, keep your lids low, baby.